Hey there, Victoria here. Thank you for tuning in today to the Choose to Think podcast. We've got a lot of things in store today, and I have a couple of things on my mind to tell you. Number one, if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast and share the link with a friend. That would really help me to get the word out. I even have a listener support tab on Anchor if you'd like to show your support in that way. Number two, the Choose to Think Academy is now open for enrollment in the new faith-based, fully online, self-paced course called Choose to Think When Your Soul is Hungry. Check out the link in the show notes to read a few testimonials and endorsements for this course. Act now to get your 20% discount for singles, or better yet, invite a few of your friends to take the course with you. There's a 33% discount for groups. I promise you, this course will not only help you overcome food hangups and issues, but it will help you in other areas of your life as well, such as with anxiety and depression. Also, if you want to take the course but can't afford it, please DM me. I'm sure I can help you out. Now, for today's episode, we're going to look at one verse from Psalm 35. As I read this psalm subtitled, Prayer for Rescue from Enemies, in the NASB, of its 28 verses, can you guess which one caught my attention? Here we go. Psalm 35. Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of buckler and shield and rise up for my help. Draw also the spear and the battle axe to meet those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let those be ashamed and dishonored who seek my life. Let those be turned back and humiliated who devise evil against me. Let them be like chaff before the wind, with the angel of the Lord driving them on. Let their way be dark and slippery, with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. For without cause they hid their net for me. Without cause they dug a pit for my soul. Let destruction come upon him unawares, and let the net which he hid catch himself. Into that very destruction let him fall. And my soul shall rejoice in the Lord, it shall exult in his salvation. All my bones will say, Lord, who is like you, who delivers the afflicted from him who is too strong for him, and the afflicted and the needy from him who robs him. Malicious witnesses rise up. They ask me of things that I do not know. They repay me evil for good to the bereavement of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayer kept returning to my bosom. I went about as though it were my friend or brother. I bowed down, mourning, as one who sorrows for a mother. But at my stumbling they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. The smiters, whom I did not know, gathered together against me. They slandered me without ceasing. Like godless jesters at a feast, they gnashed at me with their teeth. Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue my soul from their ravages, my only life from the lions. I will give you thanks in the great congregation. I will praise you among a mighty throng. Do not let those who are wrongfully my enemies rejoice over me, nor let those who hate me without cause wink maliciously, for they do not speak peace, but they devise deceitful words against those who are quiet in the land. 
They opened their mouth wide against me. They said, Aha, aha, our eyes have seen it. You have seen it, O Lord. Do not keep silent. O Lord, do not be far from me. Stir up yourself and awake to my right and to my cause, my God and my Lord. Judge me, O Lord, my God, according to your righteousness. And do not let them rejoice over me. Do not let them say in their heart, Aha, our desire. Do not let them say, We have swallowed him up. Let those be ashamed and humiliated altogether who rejoice at my distress. Let those be clothed with shame and dishonor who magnify themselves over me. Let them shout for joy and rejoice who favor my vindication. And let them say continually, The Lord be magnified, who delights in the prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall declare your righteousness and your praise all day long. And this is the word of the Lord. And the show-stopping verse for me, well, if you guess verse 10, all my bones will say, Lord, who is like you, you got it. Bones speaking? What does that mean? I mean, I remember the whole Ezekiel 37 passage, dim bones, dim bones, dim, dry bones, and how Ezekiel addressed the bones. So I headed on over to Ezekiel to reread that passage, and I understood that dry bones meant loss of hope, contextually for the house or nation of Israel. So we have bones that can come alive, and here in Psalm 35, bones that can speak. I dug a little deeper and found that bones can also be broken and out of joint, well that's no surprise to us, as well as vexed, dismayed, or they can rejoice. And those are a few more characterization traits that are a bit more curious to me. Okay, check out these verses from other Psalm passages. Psalm twenty-two, fourteen: I am poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within me. Or Psalm 6, 2, be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am pining away. Heal me, O Lord, for my bones are dismayed. Psalm 51, 8, make me to hear joy and gladness. Let the bones which you have broken rejoice. In my research, I discovered that bones mean strength in general. Spiritually speaking, it's a kind of scaffolding strength that supports who we are at the deepest part of our being. Think about that. So, How did I know that bones mean strength in Hebrew? Well, I looked it up in my Bible research and study tools online. You also might enjoy using blueletterbible.com or biblehub.com. Let me now reread these psalm passages, which all use the same word bones in Hebrew, but this time, let me substitute the word strength. I am poured out like water and all my strength is out of joint. Heal me, O Lord, for my strength is dismayed. Let the strength which you have broken rejoice. All my strength will say, Who is like you, Lord? Now that sheds a bit more light on the message for today, especially if you're feeling a bit dismayed, broken, out of joint. You know, it sure wouldn't surprise me if we felt any of these feelings as we're all trying to manage COVID-19 guidelines in our state. The challenge is this. Can we pivot our thoughts in order to rejoice and declare, who is like you, Lord? 
This pivoting practice is a method that I employ daily as I choose to think. I recognize my feelings and I express them, yes. I recognize that my feelings are generated by my thoughts, yes. If the thoughts are toxic, then the emotions may also be toxic, which may lead me to make some really unhealthy choices or behavior. Contextually, in Psalm 35, David expresses a heartfelt plea to be rescued from enemies. It's a bit of a tug of war between the reality of the external situation he's experiencing and the pivoting of his mindset. It's like he pours out his worries and his concerns, yet he swings back around and consoles his soul, you know, that deepest, that that deepest part of who he is, with the truth about who God is, about God's character and God's ways. He reminds himself exactly who is the God who will save him in his troubles. He always pivots his soul, his thoughts, emotions, mind, and his core being back to rejoicing, exalting, delighting in the Lord, magnifying God and praising him, thanking him and declaring his righteousness all day long. Now, can we, you and I, also do this in the 21st century? So I'm wondering, Christian, what are your, quote, bones telling you? What is it that you know at the deepest part of your soul? If you know that God is your deliverer, your refuge, your rescuer, how does that knowledge, understanding that, actually impact how you live each day? Whether it's an enemy, perhaps someone verbally assaulting you, slandering your name, gossiping about you, or whether it's your spiritual enemy, We all have spiritual, you know, we have an enemy, right, of our soul. Or maybe it's a worldly external enemy like disease and virus. Well, how are your bones doing? How's your strength? Are you demonstrating resilience? If yes, how? You know, I I send regular emails to folks who have subscribed to my Um, my newsletter, which I have on my website. I would love to have you do that. My ministry is really called Start with a Grateful Heart. And I I send out weekly notices and, and try to be encouraging and inspirational as I touch base with folks who have elected to receive the newsletter each week. And one of the emails that I wrote the, the, that it was open more than any other was had the question in the in the title. It was called, Are You Resilient? And I think we all want to be resilient. I thought, why do people open that one and not this other one? But it's because we all want to be resilient. We want to show strength during these times. We want to have what it takes to get through all of this that we're going through. And but but how do we do that? And and maybe today, if you're feeling overwhelmed and if your mind is camping out and feel in the fields, quote, you know, out in the fields, filled with toxic thoughts, just take this one verse to help you pivot. Can you can you say, all my bones, all my strength, my whole being will say, Lord, who is like you? Well, why is that particular verse so powerful? It's powerful, I think, or at least to me, because when I recognize that there is none like the Lord and that he has a vineyard 
Okay, let's just picture a vineyard or a beautiful garden. He has that waiting for us where we can toil and labor and enjoy the yoke that he provides. It is there that we find freedom and liberty. It's through God that we we count ourselves as resilient and strong. I have to resist putting on the mindset of monotony and futility or even maybe dread during the COVID-19 crisis. And now these may sound a bit harsh to you, but, you know, instead of waking up with a kind of like a cloud over my mind, I fought hard to pivot and incite all my strength, you know, to make sure those bones are just mm, really strong so that I can say each morning, Lord, who is like you? You've got this day in your hands. You know what you're doing. Nothing is out of your control. And when I do that, 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 even declaring that strengthens me. You know, I'm going to, I decide that on this day, on any day, I'm going to rise, shine, and glorify. I want to do that. That's the mindset that I want to have every single day. I'm not going to play victim during these trying times. I'm resisting thoughts that only reinforce just how tired I might be of all of this. I mean, are you tired of this? I certainly am. You know, they're the toxic thoughts that say, okay, I'm sick and tired of all of this, just like I said. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, this, Or maybe it's, you know, I say, this isn't fair. Or just look how bad I have it. Or I'm so scared. I don't know what the future holds. My job is on the chopping block. I'll never get out of this. This is horrible. People are dying. We'll never be back to normal. Okay, yes, those may be truthful feelings that you have. And I would encourage you, you know, a part of the process that I use is journaling. And it's not just journaling about gratitude and the things that I'm so grateful about, but it's also journaling my prayers, journaling my thoughts, my emotions, doing brain dumps, what I call brain dumps, because that's healthy. And it helps to express all of those feelings. Feelings in and of themselves aren't bad, but but they're powerful. Let's just put it like, put it, leave it at that. I mean, and if they're powerful, do I actually want to engage in some of them or do I want to turn and focus on the truth where my soul is more at at rest and at peace? You know, truth-filled thoughts would say something like this. Although I cannot control what's going on in the world right now, and although I don't like it, there are some things I can do. What are they? I can pray. I can encourage others. I can put my hands to good use. I can invest time by serving my community. I can shop for my neighbors. I can bake some cookies for a friend. I can write letters, send texts, make funny videos to share with my grands. It might be a good time to revise and beef up my resume. Are there good? Are there areas I can seek professional development? It might be a good time to create and stick to a budget. I can control my thoughts and my emotions. I can put on healthy, positive mindsets to show emotional resilience and strength. You know, I give myself permission to live even during a crisis. You know, I have a lot of time on my hands right now. I will make a schedule and a list of projects and get at them. Or maybe I'm working more than ever. Okay, so I'm going to dream about what I get to accomplish as soon as things settle down. I can keep track of all the things I'm grateful for, keeping my mind heavenward. I can choose to think. And if I can do it, Christian, so can you. 
Now, before we wrap up, you may be thinking, wait, I'm not feeling very strong these days. And that's okay. It's really not about your striving or mustering up the strength. Your job is very simple. Simply begin to speak the truth of who God is over your situation. In other words, what you're essentially doing then is confessing your weakness, your humanness, but resting on the strength that God will provide to you in your situation. You may be surprised how your situation changes with the simple declaration. You may begin to feel the strength just well up within you. And within a few moments, hope comes alive. Let's pray. Father, I ask you that you would turn our mourning to joy, our sorrow to rejoicing. Help us to know there you are, and you are a God who died for his children so that we might live. Help us to walk out our time on this earth being ever mindful that we have a choice in what we think about. We have a choice in our emotions and our actions. Help us to fix our eyes on you, the author and perfecter of our faith. Amen. Thank you for joining me today on the C2T podcast. I'll catch you here same time next week. Sending lots of hugs right your way. And until then, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Ciao.